and welcome to this episode of Here's a Thought, the blogcast for people who overthink. I'm Jan M. Flynn, a novelist, storyteller, and essayist, and all that writing means that I've just about got overthinking down to an art form. If your mind tends to spin at high speed, I'm right there with you. So, once a week, when you've had enough of the voices in your head, I offer you a quick recess by listening to the ones in mine. What I'm ruminating about right now, as summer fades, school starts, and life starts moving at hyperspeed again, is how often we use the word crazy to describe our lives. We're crazy busy. We work crazy hours. We've got crazy schedules. Sorry, I missed your call. My day's been crazy. It seems like it's really important for us to be crazy. Why is that? How did crazy become our normal? Who or what does that serve? You know, I'm looking at you, capitalism. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm hardly a communist. I loves me some retail therapy. But when you think about our economy, about the market with a capital M, it sees us, me, you, everybody we care about, as consumers. We're cogs in a machine that never stops and can't run without us. And the last thing the market wants is for us to be content with the present moment. Because if we all chill out and relax at once, the whole thing might just come to a screeching or maybe chanting halt. And then where would we be? So the market needs us to be crazy, but crazy in the ways that will keep us consuming. If it is so important to the economy that we stay crazy, let's look at how we can do that, maybe faster and better. One way we can support this important goal is to embrace the mixed messages we get from media, social or otherwise. Because if you're not already crazy, they'll make you that way in no time. You've heard these messages. Reduce stress. Achieve balance. Live your best life. I mean, we hear that stuff all the time. And it sounds encouraging, right? Even inspiring. But... Crazily enough, the entire agenda of pop culture is to make sure that from moment to moment, we are all as discontented, discombobulated, and deranged as we can possibly be while still remaining at large. Because how else are we going to be convinced to keep buying goods and services that we don't actually need? In service to the free market, I offer five practical tips that you can use right now to make sure you don't fall into the dangerous trap of inner peace. You may already be employing one or more of these methods, but remember, you can always do more. Number one, keep busy. Time is a precious commodity, and the market would like you to know that you don't have enough of it, ever. Welcome to hustle culture. Your productivity is a big part of your value as a consumer, and it depends on you squeezing activity into each nanosecond. Take full advantage of the many time management and scheduling devices to make sure that your every waking moment is crammed with doing. Downtime is for slackers. The one exception to this rule is shopping. Make sure to build plenty of time into your day for acquiring things. With the magic of the interwebs, you can do this even while you're working. At least, it will look like you're working, and that's all the market really cares about. Just keep going. Number two, compare. Not prices or the relative ripeness of the produce you're looking at. Compare yourself. 
to others. Especially, compare yourself to people who look better, have more money, and achieve more than you do. Do this with complete disregard for your particular circumstances or theirs. Focus on the ways in which you don't measure up. Celebrities are ideal for this purpose, as is that woman on the yoga mat next to you in class who looks sensational in her $200 leggings, and she can do a perfect bird of paradise while you've collapsed into child's pose. A habit of comparing yourself will ensure that you find yourself wanting, and wanting is where the market needs you to be. Why else would you shell up for $300 yoga pants, or liposuction, or whatever you need to temporarily soothe your ego while keeping you at precisely the correct level of unease? Number three, watch too much news. I don't care if it's Fox or CNN. Well, that's not true. I do care. But that's not the point. For the purposes of staying crazy, as long as you have some kind of news feed yammering at you in the background— preferably with disturbing video and shouting heads, your brain will operate at a level of constant alarm about things over which you have no direct control. This will help you maintain the exact level of unfocused anxiety, which can best be handled by shopping. Number four, pursue self-improvement relentlessly. Absolutely repeat all the self-affirmations you want, especially those designed to convince you that you are worthy of more and better stuff. Just remember that the market needs you to understand that you are most assuredly not okay just the way you are. Unrelenting pursuit of betterment should be your goal. It's an ever-advancing finish line. You might kill yourself in the desperate attempt to reach it, but that's okay with the market, as long as you consume enough goods and services along the way. At all times, you should be in pursuit of career advancement, a sharper mind, a thinner body, and a fatter portfolio. You need that so you can buy more stuff. And number five, stay connected. But be careful here. There's a critical difference between being connected to your loved ones or your community or to your inner truth, in which the market has no interest, and connected to every kind of screen, device, and social media platform you can find— multitask while you're scrolling through your feeds. Make sure your attention is both stimulated and split. Understand that as a consumer, it is your function to devour content. This helps you to know what to buy or who to hire to fill the yawning chasm between who you are and who you wish to be. Refer to number four, self-improvement. Remember, no experience really counts until you've turned it into content. Posts, memes, reels, stories, tweets, whatever, as long as you share it with mostly anonymous online friends. And there are always better and faster ways to do this. Trying to keep up with them is hopeless, but don't let that stop you. Keep clicking, tapping, swiping, and scrolling. By the way, there's a newer version of your phone that will enable you to do more of this faster. Buy it. Your reward will be that brief, suspended moment of calm after you've hit the place order button. It won't last long, but it feels great. Be all that you can be. Live your best life. Just do it. And in a twinkling, you'll have amassed decades without barely registering their passage. Not to worry. That's what Botox is for. Refer back to tip one. Keep busy. And before you know it, that niggling doubt... That gnawing suspicion that you're missing something, like maybe the whole point of living, will have solved itself. 
because you'll have reached your expiration date. Now, be honest. Do these new pants make me look cynical? Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Here's a Thought with Jan M. Flynn. New episodes release every Wednesday, so if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd be so kind as to leave a nice review or a star rating wherever you can, that helps build our audience. And until next time, may you take all the time you need to live life at a pace that gives you peace and contentment. And may all your thoughts be good ones. <laughs>